Today's first reading is taken from Luke, chapter 21, verses 25 to 36. There will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars. On the earth, nations will be in anguish and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. Men will faint from terror, apprehensive of what is coming on the world, for the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. He told them this parable. Look at the fig tree and all the trees. When they sprout leaves, you can see for yourself and know that summer is near. Even so, when you see these things happening, you know that the kingdom of God is near. I tell you the truth. This generation will not pass away until all these things have happened. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. Be careful or your hearts will be weighed down with dissipation, drunkenness, and anxieties of life, and that day will close on you unexpectedly like a trap. For it will come upon all those who live on the face of the whole world. Be always on the watch and pray that you may be able to escape all that is about to happen and that you may be able to stand before the Son of Man. In The Magician's Nephew, the first of C.S. Lewis's Narnia Chronicles, there's a chapter early on called The Wood Between the Worlds. It's a place between this world and Narnia. It's from this world that Polly and Diggory, the main child characters in the book, enter Narnia and also return to this world. It's like the link between the two. The wood between the wilds is an odd kind of place. Whilst there they feel numb and quite drowsy. Time is suspended. Nothing seems to happen. Memories of anything other than being in this world and in this wood become fuzzy. They both feel that they've been there for a long time, even though they've just arrived. And even their memories of each other in this world are becoming a little bit clouded. Polly describes the world as, it's too quiet. It's so dreamy. You're almost asleep. And if we once give in to it, we shall just lie down and drowse forever and ever. What stirs their memories is when they come across a guinea pig with a bright yellow ring tied to its body. And they notice that they too are wearing similar rings. These ring, rings which took them from one world to another were a sign that there was something beyond this wood between the worlds. At Advent, 
we are reminded that we too can feel like we're in a word between the wells. Over the last week, 10 days, I've spoken a lot about living between promise and fulfilment, that we are a people in waiting. But fulfilment can feel a long time coming. Bear in mind those early Christians who received those first letters that make up much of our New Testament, they felt they'd been waiting for a long time. I mean, it had been decades. So how much more so for us in this era? The world seems to pretty much go on as it always has. Oh, we do make progress. To be honest, I wouldn't like to live in an era other than the one we're in now. Life was just so much harder. But it doesn't always feel like progress. If we're feeling optimistic, on a good day it can feel two steps forward, one step back. And when change comes, we very quickly come to take it for granted. We very easily adapt to new normals. It's eight months since I've been on the tube, meaning I've spent virtually all of my time in a tiny corner of our huge city. I've kind of got used to it. I've even almost got used to remembering a face mask when I leave the house. But we can easily come to forget that this isn't how it's always been. Nor will it be this way forever. We have learned something of the difficulty of staying alert for what feels like a long time this year. Back in May, the government changed the headline guidance from stay at home, protect the NHS, save lives to stay alert, control the virus, save lives. But staying alert is hard work. It's hard to keep it going when there's no end in sight and when we're being forced to do stuff that doesn't come easily. I heard so many grandparents whose greatest longing was for a snuggle with their grandchildren and who can blame them? One of the more common conversations I've had with church leaders over the last few months is how unnatural many of the restrictions we're now under, operating under, feel to us. I'm not complaining as such, just the way it is. And I guarantee almost every one of us has been in a situation over these last few months where we have felt that tension between sticking to what we're told to do and doing what actually feels right in any other circumstance. Equally, we may find ourselves struggling with Jesus' call to stay alert. We can be easily lulled into drowsiness, into thinking, well, we've always been here. This is how it's always been. This is how it always will be. We can become fixated by the headlines and the ways in which even those with whom we would like to think have chance to deal with it simply can't. We can be filled with a sense of fear and foreboding at all that's going on. 
we can slide into thinking, well, we're just powerless to do anything about it. Or decide that our best option is simply to numb ourselves with whatever drug or whatever our drug of choice is. Alcohol, another Netflix series, a bit more retail therapy. But Jesus encourages us to take a different stance. To stop, to lift our heads, not to give in to sleep or to slide into despair. Because we don't know what the future holds, but we do know the one who holds the future. And he can be trusted with it. Way back in March, just before we went into lockdown, I gave some space at our service at Harold Baptist to invite people to share. And I can barely tell you what I said that morning, but I do remember what one lady, Chris, said. She urged us before we tune into the news or before we check our WhatsApps, before we scroll through our social media feeds, take time to pray. Chris, I would love to say I've always heeded your advice. I'd love to because it was truly wise. But I haven't. But I sometimes have. And when I do, it does make a difference. I'm allowing God to have space, to allow him to set the perspective of how I face what I'm about to hear. And it helps me to be ready, to be watchful. And it offers some hope. Because I've got to admit, these last few years, between Brexit, Trump and now COVID, there have been seasons when switching on the news, I've just done it with a sense of, what now? But at Advent, we're encouraged not to drift off. We have another option. To stay alert. To look out for signs of a God who has plans and purposes for us well. And to remember that although everything else feels like it's being shaken, those plans and purposes are not about to be blown off course. Grace and peace be with you today.